Uh, it's too funny to meet you. Yeah, you too, man. You too, man. Um, now you're coming through all good. How? how oh, are you got a plans. <laughs> you know about I, that. I've, do you? I, I've, I've been asked to t- to tell you that uh, you should get a plant, but there is one. Well, so yeah, there's quite, a bit of debate I, going on: you. real versus <laughs> fake plants. I'm on the fake side. Nicole oh, and Maggie, they one. yeah. Nicole okay. and Maggie want real ones. Where where do you stand on the issue? Uh I got a bunch of plants, but they they, they need to. Uh, be able to survive on their own, you know. Otherwise, they just die on me. But I, I, I got one that's pretty resistant. <laughs> uh, you can, you still stay in touch with all the uh, all the cast from all the games that you work on, or is it just too difficult? Um, I, 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 not all of them. No, obviously, like, especially um, like um, Neil Newborn stuff. Him, no, but like uh, Neil, Nicole, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I stay, stay in touch with them. Uh, a bunch. Yeah. Uh, actually, like just a couple of days ago, I got an email from the, uh, a guy I worked with on um, Heavy Rain. So it's been a while since we talked together. So wow. yeah, yeah, I keep in touch with uh, with those guys. You know, I want to talk about Heavy Rain with you as well because that's such a. I love that game back in the day, man. That was that was one of those first game, like one of those first games where you actually got to decide, you know what path you want to take and find out the mystery, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm quite proud of that one. And, um, like that's in my resume, even though there's like a bunch of like pretty famous game, that's the one that uh, everyone's uh, telling me about. Um, usually when I got got interviews, uh, for other jobs. So, yeah, I think it touched a bunch of people because it was different, even though it it wasn't like, it didn't uh, like sold, billions of copies it did no. fairly well but uh yeah i think it was different enough at the time um uh that it uh like resonated with, with people and yeah and back then there wasn't that many uh, uh, games like focusing so so heavily on on story and characters no. and using motion, motion capture uh uh n- nowadays it's 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 almost a given in 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 in, in Every game, and some people have been pushing that like way further than that than what we did back then. But yeah, I think it's a it's a little gem. Now, just for everyone tuning in here, guys, this is Steve. He is the cinematics director and performance capture director. Is that what you would call yourselves? Do you want to just give us a bit of background on how it all yeah. came about, mate? Just um, for everyone listening and watching. So I I uh, I think the the official. Critic title on uh, RE8 is probably uh, cinematic director or cutscene director. It's, it's just the same. But basically, <laughs> um, um, I I'm in charge of the cinematics of the games uh, I worked on, uh, and uh, most of the time it, it involves like creating the cinematics, like working with the with the writers uh, on the scripts, um, doing the storyboards. Um, and then directing um, uh, the cutscenes uh, using motion capture, and that means also like taking care of the uh, casting, uh, like finding the actors, uh, working with them, and sometimes, not all the times, like doing the edit or the even like animating the cameras myself. Um, but it really depends on the project and the, on the, on the studios I'm working with. 
So for something like Village, did you mm-hmm. have a hand in any of that casting or any of the decisions there? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, uh, the only one I, I, I had to go with, obviously, was uh, um, Todd and Katie. Uh, uh, because like they were in the, <laughs> in the previous game. But uh, everyone else... Um, uh, I, I had to find uh, and, and choose them. And some of them, like uh, uh, Neil and Nicole and Jeff, are brought back from um, uh, working on Ari Tree because I really had a blast working with them. I usually yeah. do that, like when you find someone, because, uh, okay, so uh, to me, 70% of my work is like finding the right people. Really? Uh, so casting is super important. Mm. Um, and it's easy to make uh, to make a mistake so whenever you find people that are like good at what they're doing nice to work with you want to work with them again Um, so that's why I brought um, um, brought them back uh, Neil yeah I brought Neil on RE3 because I worked with him on a previous project and I was like this guy is, is gold I just like he's gonna be part of all my uh, uh, future project if I can. Did you work with uh, him on uh, Planet of the Apes? Was that where yes. you first? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's yeah, the yeah. one. And on Planet of the Apes, I brought someone from Poland that I worked on um, from another project, uh, The Witcher. So, ah, oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I do whenever I can. I um, also like for uh, for me, it's good to have like that one guy on the set because every time it's it's like a uh, often it's a new studio, it's a new team you're working with. Yeah, uh, it's new actors. It's it's it feels good to have someone you can like rely on. You know, you know, yeah. you know that with this guy, everything's gonna be okay. So I tend to do that. Yeah, uh, right. And 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 and, and like uh, some of those people, like they're no, like they don't become friends. You know, like I mean, Neil is my brother from another brother. You know, so. Yeah, so yeah. when when you when the casting's going on for Village, like did you have Neil in mind for Heisenberg or was it just we get him in for any character? Uh no, I I had him uh for Heisenberg from the start. I was like which which one of those characters could fit uh uh Neil and I mean he could have done a moral, you know, but I felt like oh it's, it's going to be a shame just to have him um Moro is not that uh, uh, big of a role, so like yeah, I think he yeah. would do a great uh, Heisenberg. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, I had him in mind from uh, from the start, from when I, f- I first read the um, like the storyline of uh, of the game. So when so it sounds like because a lot of great directors like you know Nolan or Tarantino, whoever you're talking about, they always reuse actors as well. Like Nolan's always got um, uh, what's his name in his, in every movie. I'm blanking on the name now, but um, he's always uh, got, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Sir, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How am I forgetting? God, I'm gonna get crucified yeah. for this. Um, this guy, you, you know, Alfred. Yeah, oh, how yeah, can yeah, I, the, uh, yeah. How can I forget his name? Anyway, um, uh, he'll come back. It'll come back to us. The, he always. Uh, Michael Caine, there we go. Michael Caine, yes. <laughs> Michael Caine. Yeah, he always he's always reusing actors, so it's not uncommon for, for directors no, to do I that, mean, is it? And I don't want to compare myself to those guys because they're like gods. But, <laughs> um, 
it probably comes from the same uh, same place as what I just told you is that um, once it's not it's not that easy to find actors that you can resonate with that understand you understand your vision uh, where like uh, you you're on the on the same level you know like you don't have mm. to explain yourself and they 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 they, they get it right away mm-hmm. and it saves so much time on the set when just with a look at your actor, he gets it, he gets what was wrong in the, uh, so I, probably they, um, um, they, and also, I don't know, maybe they became friends and, you know, you just want to hang out with uh, people that you like. And especially, especially in movies, like it takes a long time uh, to shoot a movie. You don't want to like surround yourself with assholes and, (laughs) and just want to have like nice people around you. So I don't want to talk for them, but I, I, I guess that that's that's probably uh, like the same kind of reasons. Yeah, they, they, they were using the same actors. So it, it helps just to be a nice person and not an asshole on set, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's super important. You know, um, I always tell that like if I have to choose between um, like uh, like an actor who really nailed this audition, but feels like an asshole and, and one who didn't quite get it, uh, but is a very nice person. I, I'll pick the nice person because it's so easy to break a set with just having one guy that's not like a team player or uh, that would bring bad vibes. And it's always easier to just try to like walk your way with the actors, try to really find what was wrong with his, with his or her audition rather than... Um, Having to fight with someone, um, yeah. So yeah, it's very important. And the same, the same goes with uh, with the director. Like I, I, I really don't understand when I hear stories about like directors being tyrants uh, on a set. Like mm. how do you get how do you get stuff done using fear? And I, I, I don't get it. Mm. Um, and even though like I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, like James Cameron, I wouldn't work for for him. Just purely based on what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, he seems to be a I'm bit a of a. Of him. Well, isn't it funny? He he has that style, but he ends up producing some real classic classic hits yeah, yeah, as I well. Mean, I mean, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it does work. You know, like you get you can get stuff uh, done uh, using fear for sure. But I'm always wondering, like, I mean, and and I mean, in this industry, like we've, we're seeing. Uh, a lot of story, stories coming up. That's that's unfortunately something that happens a lot. Mm. But I'm always wondering, like, yeah, I mean, you could get to the same end results just being nice, you know, probably. Or you could even probably get a better, even better result. So, yeah. I agree, man. I uh, agree. I, I do want to say uh, that's something that you, like, I've been doing that for, like, 17 or 18 years now. Um, and it's not something that comes right away. You don't, like, understand all that like from the from the get-go and it's easy 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 to get overwhelmed by um uh like the pressure of a of a shooting and i i'm sure in fact i know that when i first started and when i first got like that power hand down to me to like be on the set and direct people i I was probably an asshole the first the first year or two uh myself but then you understand that that's not the way to go it's it usually comes from a a fear like you're you you're fearful uh, yourself. And you want you it to be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is, isn't it, half the time? Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
So what what's the biggest thing that you've learned over the years in directing and, and how do you stay calm in, in those tough situations? Um, so what, one, of, one of the, the most important thing I've learned is uh, like trust your actors. Um, so I tend to just maybe try, like came over prepared um, for my shoot. And now I, I try not to read the script too much, try not to get um, like, a, like a definitive idea of the scene before in my mind. So when I go on set, I can be surprised and I can really work with the actors and I can be like, I can welcome all the other ideas because if you, if you, if you imagine a scene like too much in your mind, you're going to be, you're going to get like fixated on, on that version of the scene. And Mm. it's going to, it's easy not to see that other people's idea might be even better than yours. So, uh, but it takes experience to get to that point because Again, when you're like in the position of uh, being a director on the set, you have this, you have a huge pressure because basically uh, on a set, it's like just a, a huge amount of problems and everyone's turning to you saying like, what's the solution to that problem? So it can be, uh, uh, and you have like all those producers, guys are paying you and you want to feel like, they want to feel that you're in charge. And um, I mean, it takes like, experience and, and, and having like, credits in your resume to be able to say, you know what, I don't know this answer, but let me, let me work with those guys and try to figure it out. Mm. Um, um, so yeah, I would say uh, this, like try to like understand that you're not, it's not just you. It's not just your ideas and uh, your job is not, your job is to get the best ideas from all the people around you. That's what your job is. It's not necessarily just you, like bring the best the best idea yourself. It's just to be be like open enough that you could you can get all those like great ideas and serve the project. Yeah, not one minded, bit yeah. bit more open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kisma here says question for Steve: Could you describe maybe a regular day on a performance capture set if that even exists? Like, what's a regular uh, day like for you? What's a regular day like? That's um, <laughs> so. Uh, I usually like to 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 go on the set a little bit before everyone because, like, it's like a shooting day is just so busy. Once it starts, like you 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 don't see the time uh, like pass by, and you just like you start your day, and and then suddenly you you have like one minute to finish your your scene, and that's it. So I try to like come on the day a little bit before, clear my mind. Um, remind me that it's gonna sound like weird, but remind me that hey, I'm 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 on a set. I, like I don't know where I am, but like for uh, Resident Evil Eight, we shot. It was my first time shooting at the Sony uh, Sony Studio in LA, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm in Sony Studio, you know, like they shot mm. God of War there. Like I'm doing a good, I'm doing a very interesting work. That's uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. Because it's it's also uh, easy to to forget I, that and to get into the um, um, like the problem solving and, and get over overwhelmed by that. In the behind the scenes, I think I saw someone wearing a Last of Us two shirt. Would that be right? Uh, yeah, because like the, those, yeah. The, those guys work on all those Sony uh, um, uh, games. So yeah. uh, and uh, the, um, the 
the motion capture team, uh, they're like they work on different projects for Sony. Did you notice it? Um, and uh, did you notice that that set was more professional, or like the equipment oh, yeah. was better, or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah you uh, could I tell. Mean, I, so that set was uh, like uh, uh, built, I guess you can say, by a good friend of mine, Steve Olson, who whom I work with uh, on uh, Beyond Two Souls. Uh, we wow. he's a motion capture supervisor, and we hired him back when I was working at Quantic Dream to renovate our, uh, um, what was our studio back then. Um, and then I think he left at some point and uh, he went back to Sony and then he built those two new studios. And they're like top of, top of the art. It's just such a great place to work uh, um, on. And, but we also worked... Um, we also shot at uh, Digital Domain Studios, which is also one uh, one great studio. And again, I took some time to be like, "Hey, this is James Cameron' uh, previous company. This is like, like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the set that maybe those guys just walked on, and you know, like some of the uh, like uh, greatest uh, like um, SFX in the industry were like done here. So that's mm. something you need to uh, remind yourself of from time to time. You're um, you're doing a good job." But I'm not answering the question at all. So um, <laughs> typical day, uh, uh. Came, came in a bit early on the set, tried to think about all the problems that, that, can, uh, uh, that can come, just taking the, uh, like the, the vibe of an empty studio. And then you just tra- jump straight right in. Um, if it's, um, if it's a, a stunt day, you're probably going to have like a, a bunch of, um, of uh, like a... Uh, talks with the stunt coordinator trying to uh, 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 choreograph the, the scenes. Um, uh, and then more than often, you don't have like proper rehearsals days, uh, which, is, mm. which is a shame. Um, so more than often, you, do, you have to do the, the rehearsal for once in, uh, like right before you shoot it. So work with the actors trying to um, uh, block the scene. One thing I don't do, um, also one thing, one thing I learned um, uh, all those years working on, in motion capture is try. I try not to worry too much about the, my camera placements on the um, on the shooting day. Um, I have a that? rough idea of uh, because you don't need to with motion capture. You don't have to. You can always change everything later on. It's not like in a movie where you're like, okay, yeah, right. I really need to have a camera here because uh, I don't put a camera. I don't have any. It's everywhere. Film. They're capturing yeah. everything. Yeah. So, so do you have uh, a, a shot list? I have. Um, uh, we call that a shot list, but it's not really a, a shot list. It's more like a, a breakdown of the the scene into different chunks. Okay. Um, and at the end of the uh, like, when I go to the uh, editing, that chunk will have like five or six different camera angles. Um, so. Again, it really depends on the projects. Um, uh, Sorry to butt in again. Uh, do you do you have a? Um, is there a handheld camera man? No, no, not at all. Okay. Um, uh, because hand, first of all, handheld camera it's just one of the two that you that you use. Uh, like uh, one of your. Uh, uh, word in your cinematic language so not everything should be shot handheld so and 
on 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 uh, a motion capture uh, shooting, it would be like just tedious to just set up a rail for uh, for traveling or like uh, um, yeah, you're set up right. a dolly. Like so, you mm-hmm. don't do that. You yeah. don't do that. Uh, you do have to have like a rough idea of where your camera placement would be, but I've learned that really is you're just losing time on the on the day. Just 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 get a good blocking, good good staging of your actors, and you will always find um, a camera placement for your camera later on. Um, and it saves a lot of um, time on the day, and it frees up the actors because they don't have to think too much about uh, where the camera is. Uh, but again, like not every studio likes likes to work like that. Um, mm. um, like if if it was me, I wouldn't even do storyboards. Um, really? Uh, yeah. For games specifically, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if or I were general. to work on a yeah in in general, um, I feel like if you have someone like with a strong vision at the helm, you don't really need that. But I do I do get that mm. it's 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 useful to. Uh, communicate with the other team members. So, for instance, on uh, both uh, RE3 uh, and RE8, we did storyboards. <coughs> yeah, right. The um, or even like um, one of the things that Capcom does is uh, doing live action previews. Um, is that is that what I saw in the behind the scenes where there's this man like, Acting as Lady D and sucking the blood. You seen that behind the scenes footage? Is that what you mean by that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- that's crazy. That stuff. I love that. So sometimes I'm here when we do that. Sometimes they do that on their own, uh, based on the the storyboards I provide. Um, and it's uh, it's it's more tool to communicate with the the rest of the team and show the uh, the, the vision of the scene rather than a tool we're using uh, on the day. Uh, of the shooting, but yeah, and so, it really depends on like on, on, again, it depends on the studios. Like in uh, in Quantic Dream, we never did any storyboards. I think maybe once or twice for like uh, action scenes, maybe because the, like because of the sheer amount of uh, <coughs> of cutscenes uh, and dialogues that we had in in those games. Like you can't storyboards for like eight hours of content. And I think there was like, like twenty thousand different camera shots. So you just you just don't storyboard for that. Yeah. So wow. that's where that's where that's where I learned to really like improve on my um, uh, like staging uh, skills. Because mm. um, yeah. you always hear it's a lot like theater, motion capture. It, it's a, it's a weird in between theater and mm. and and on camera work. Um, so what I always tell the actors is like, just pretend you're always in, in, like in a master shot, and you always have a close up on your face. And yeah, so, there's no off button. Yeah, when the camera's wrong. So you're yeah. always you're always in the moment. You're always in the scene. You're always in character, even when um, uh, it's not your turn to talk. You know, mm. uh, where if you're a, <clears throat> uh, if you're a, like on a film and you're like, I'm doing coverage on you. And uh, it's a behind the shoulder, an actor, yeah. Yeah, me as an actor, I'm here uh, to, to feed you the lines. Like, as an actor, I don't have to, you don't have to do any facial expressions yeah, or anything, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but usually actors uh, really like working with the motion capture because it's because uh, you get to act for longer chunks. Also, like in a in movie situation, you just shoot like that coverage, it cuts, 
then you need to change the lighting and it takes like 20 minutes until you get to do your, your other line. And where uh, in motion capture, I like to shoot like big chunks. Um, though I, I, I'm trying to, uh, uh, it's not like the most efficient way because it can be super efficient if you everything works together like in, uh, in the first three, uh, three takes, then you're saving a lot of time. But if it drives and if you like hit a wall, uh, then it's losing a bit of uh, the efficiency. So then I have to cut into uh, different uh, that specific tech into different chunks. Man, I love <laughs> I love geeking out on this stuff. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, I uh, I wanted to know so that that oh, that meeting scene with all the villains. How long does something like that take to shoot? Is that done in one day? Is that is that all oh, said and done in one was, day or what? Um. I don't want to say. I think it was just like a half a day, not not even half. Yeah, I think we had. We had. It was quite quite a, a um uh, we had quite a lot of time. Uh, relatively speaking, uh, on, on this uh, um, project, so I think we had two scenes a day, where more than often. If, it, if, if they were like big scenes, where more than often you try yeah. to squeeze three, sometimes even four, depends on the project. But yeah, I think it, this, this one was like half a day. Uh, it was a tough one because it was the first, um, uh, the first scene for uh, uh, Michelle, who's playing Miranda. And it was like a first, like, um, first time getting meeting into, everyone. Into yeah. Yeah, meeting everyone, first time getting into the character, first time doing motion capture. And everyone's um, watching and there's like a big yeah. scene, yeah. Yeah, so, sorry. Oh, all good. Yeah, I think that one was shot in uh, at Sony, if I remember well. Yeah, and what do you remember from that scene, directing that and being there for that? <laughs> the sheer chaos of it. It's a lot <laughs> of people. <clears throat> It's a lot of people uh, 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 on set and a lot of different scales, which has been a nightmare on that that, that shooting, the different in scale. Oh, uh, no, because Lady D so big? Is that what you mean? Lady D is so yeah. big. And, um, uh, and, uh, and yeah. yeah. Angie. Angie's Angie, short, a yeah, doll. Angie's yeah. short, <laughs> doll. They don't make it easy for you, do they? <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, and also, uh, so, so in Ari Eight, there is uh, like two different kinds of cutscenes. There is the uh, the ones that involve uh, Ethan mostly a POV. Yep. So from from Ethan's perspective, so there's no way to cheat around. So you have to have one take with everything good in the take because you can't cut. Uh, and then the ones like with Chris and the, the, yeah, 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 the ones yeah, with yeah, Chris yeah, and yeah. the one at the end. You can always like if you have a take where oh you know what everything was 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 relatively good, everything <coughs> was good except that that in the moment I just do a pickup of that moment and then just like I'll be like okay I can just uh, edit that uh, later. Uh, where uh, with um, uh, with Todd scenes uh, Ethan scenes, um, yeah, it's just one shot, perfect. isn't it? I just realized yeah. yeah, it's just all one yeah. Yeah, and also, um, even though you can tweak that and post it later, uh, uh, Todd was being our cameraman 
and uh, the way he's looking at the scene is not, it goes against what you would do as an actor if you were just acting the scene, you know? Um, uh, he had, at some point, we, 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 we tried different uh, approach with the, um, just to limit his point of view. Just so, because like, if I'm, if I'm here and something happens there, I would just, I would just um, turn my eyes and look there. And if it's further away, I may, maybe I would start turning my head. But within the game, uh, like when you, the camera, like, doesn't take into account yeah. um, like where your eyes are. So if I want to look there, I need to turn my head. So uh, try to, try yeah. to limit, limit his angle of view by putting some like, like kind of oh, a pause. So he would turn. Yeah, so he would turn. He would go, go against his instinct to just use his eyes. So we tried, it would try different stuff. Uh, at first we had like horse likes, like, like, um, uh, like um, how do you call that? Like curtain blocking the side of his view. And then we tried uh, like glasses with just <laughs> really? one little hole uh, in the middle. <laughs> um, uh, I have to say, Todd did a great job being uh, my cameraman uh, and still like sit being in the character when he had lines and, and, and uh, so, yeah, but that was a bit uh, complicated and that was like a, like a learning curve for me because I never really did. Um, uh, I don't think movie, anyone's done uh, that really. <laughs> uh, not, I mean, many. No, there's, not many there's, people there's, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, so did he? So did he have a camera on him at any time, or no? No, 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 no. But you know, we just like uh, later on, we just uh, use his head movement and just attach a virtual camera to his head, and that's what we get. On, on the day, though, I had like that virtual camera. Um, I could see the result of that virtual camera in a real time uh, CG. Um, so I could judge, like, oh, is the camera movement good uh, enough? Okay. Or not? Do we see? Yeah. So, with um, with that, with it, with Ethan and 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 Todd with the camera there, like, mm-hmm. it, so I don't know how I'm, I get to word this question. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit confused, actually. Um, like, if if the scene, let's say, the meeting scene, right? is about a five-minute scene. Mm-hmm. If you're happy with one take, the first part, but then another take down the line, you're happy with the second part, is it easy to mend those in post? No, it's not. No. It's, you can do it. You can definitely do it. Though with five people uh, in there, it means that everyone has to do... Uh, <laughs> plus, they're, like, they're moving around, so they're like... It would be a nightmare. So uh, yeah. it's easier to try to push a little more, like take 11, take 12, take, <laughs> try to get it all in one take. It's possible, but it would mean a lot of work in, uh, in, in uh, post-animation. And often the scheduling of those projects, they don't allow for that. So yeah, um, yeah. What, what, like, what's easy to change is like, if let's say uh, like everything is great, the acting, the, the, st- the staging, like the movement of all the characters are great, but somehow... Todd mess up the camera work with his with his head. This we can just easily fix later. Uh, but more than often, it was just on point. So, and so going back to the handheld, like you said, there's no no one with a handheld camera. So if you want to do a handheld shot, it's literally just adding a bit of shaky cam to the edit. 
at the end is that uh, it's a little bit more than that no, okay. but yeah like yeah, yeah, okay so that's one thing also also i remember back then when uh when i was working at quantic dream we even did a test uh we recorded ourselves like doing handheld uh, movement um and then we tried to re recreate that handheld movement with just um uh, like keyframes and a bunch of um noise and sinusoids uh, uh, modifiers and see if there was a big difference and there wasn't that much difference. So, but definitely it's not just, just put some uh, camera shake. Uh, you need to think about like, um, you need to think like a cameraman. And it helps that I did some, uh, uh, some camera work when I was younger. Uh, before I, I got into, uh, so I know like like there's a feeling to it, isn't there? There's a feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. to when you like. I know what you mean. Anticipation and mm. um, it would look a bit computerized mm, if you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. So, I did some though um, on. Um, uh, so so I don't like I said I don't like to have camera on the day of the shooting. What I do like to do, and it's really fun to do, is once the the, the shooting is done, you can come back on the set just you. They play back uh, the animation and you have a virtual camera and you can see on the screen what you shot. And then you can move your camera and try to do uh, uh, like a handheld camera. And on Ari Tree, I did some of that. Some of those uh, uh, handheld shots, it was me, like maybe one month after the shooting or two months after the shooting, just going back on the, on, on the um, uh, motion capture uh, set and just by myself redoing the camera work just watching on that screen the playback of the CG. Wow, that's that's incredible. That's cool. And it made it to the game. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it it. That's it. It's in. It's in. <laughs> that, was, that was the whole point of it. <laughs> oh, shit. So do you – I know that you – like I, I think I've heard in another interview that you've done that you don't play the games that you work on. Is I, that right? I usually – I usually don't. I did play uh, Ari Apes because I was really curious about the, um, uh, uh, the gameplay aspects of it. But um, yeah, usually you, you know what? You're spending a lot of time like working on those projects. Um, the last thing you want to do when it's done is just like get back uh, like into it. You know. Uh, that being said, I do have to play the games while I'm working on it uh, often. Again, depending on the project, depending on the, um, uh, the studio, I don't always get to do that. But for instance, in, uh, like on uh, Heavy Rain and uh, like all the games at Quantic Dream, I play those games. Like I tested and tested those games every. Sorry, Can no, you're allowed to swear. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> every, every fucking, fucking inch of that game. <laughs> every, every fucking branches and like how they stitch together. You know, like you're almost a QA a tester a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have you have you have to QA your your own your own thing, and um, and that's one of the things I brought. I think um, uh, when I was working at uh, um, CD Project on the the Witcher's expansion, that wasn't something that they were doing, like having the team testing their scenes a lot. Um, um, I don't know if when I left they kept doing that. Because I mean, cyberpunk. 
Um, <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about Cyberpunk actually, as well. Have you uh, seen that game? Have you played? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, so I actually bought two copies of that game because. Yeah. So I'm in Japan. So like. It's yeah, for everyone for that doesn't to... know, you're in you're in Tokyo, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was super excited when it came out, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I think I, I pre-ordered it on my uh, uh, Japanese. Um, uh, PlayStation account. Yep. And I download it and I'm like starting the game and I go to the like um, um, customization thing and I was like, yay! So I get to choose like if I'm a man or woman and there's like this all like you get to choose the size of your dongle or not. And I was like, it's not there. <laughs> Why is it not there? Like, this, I just like my character just had a like um, um, underwear and I was like, Fuck, this is another case of censorship in Japan. And it, it kind of ruined, oh, uh, really? ruined my um, uh, Last of Us 2 uh, playthrough because, like, two thirds into Last of Us, I realized it was censored. Uh, like, lots of the guts. Um, uh, really? There's some, there's some specific stuff you can't show in, uh, um, in, uh, Japan. in Japan. Like, like a beheading, totally be, total beheading. Oh, that was the same with Village. They had to remove the, yeah. the Ethan's yeah. fingers. Yeah. So, um, mm. and they, uh, like, last of us, they even removed that, uh, like, sex scene between uh, Abby and I forgot the name of the guy. What? In Japan? That's not in there? Yeah. Yeah, which I think it was It was a great scene. I loved it. I loved you. Like, so. Shit. Um, so then, uh, like, I'm not playing Cyberpunk like that. I want the full, like, mature experience so I, I bought it back on my uh, English account and I played like I don't know maybe 20 25 hours I really I enjoyed what I saw that's, but it that's... was it's like but it was a mess it was a mess there's no there's no two you ways can't around deny, that yeah yeah um, so I asked for ripons and I was like I'll, I'll play it when uh, when there is the PS5 version um which still isn't out. And, yeah, which still isn't out. <laughs> well, isn't and, they haven't um, fixed it still? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I still have a lot of uh, uh, like uh, friends uh, working work on it, and people I hired uh, for the Witcher's uh, expansions are working on it. Um, so yeah, I, I you know I even worked on the the, the, the Cyberpunk a little bit um, yeah. before I left. Yeah. Uh, and so, did you see so, it at any time, like the gameplay or anything? Did you ever get a, like, oh, like a version of it? Because it was. Were like you concerned? Five, so, uh, working at uh, at C Project, it was really, really good. I really had a blast working on those two expansion packs. Poland is a really nice country. Um, mm. um, I had my doubts. Um, uh, before I, I, I moved there, but once I was there, it was really good. And also, like, Poland was so cheap, I was living like a king. Um, uh, so I was happy, uh, like, after the two expansion packs, I started working on Cyberpunk. Uh, but then I got this uh, um, offer from, um, uh, like, London about this um, Planet of the Apes uh, uh, gig. And it was like an indie, uh, even though it's based on the um, uh, the movies. Uh, the movies. Yep. It was. It was a. It's not a triple A. It was a, like a double A yeah. uh, game. Not a, not a lot of of, um, of budget, but for me it was 
like no gameplay bullshit, just purely cutscenes. And uh, they would give me like a lot of creative freedom. And, and that's what you so want, I, isn't it? Yeah, so I had to choose between like, like going to London, like roughly keep, keeping the same level of, of money I was making, but in a city that's four times more expensive. Um, yeah. That's just staying staying in um, in in, in uh, at City Project and working on um, Cyberpunk. And part of the decision was, um, I could see that Cyberpunk would would not be released in the next four years, and I was right. So when was that? Twenty seventeen. I think I was 39, 30, no, 38, and I was like, I want to I want to ship another game before I turn forty. So it was. It was five years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you would have known, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, okay, I'll just take the the pay cut and I'll just I'll just go uh, uh, live in London for a while. And um, I did that, and I I, I don't regret it because even though uh, nobody played uh, uh, the plane of the Apes, uh, because. I, Let's be honest. It's not a game. It should never have been marketed as a game. And, uh, it's the, the one with the with the phone, yeah. Like, you, you, is it is it the game that you connect with the phone and you can do the decisions on the phone, or am I they, wrong? Uh, uh, yeah, they they did something like that. so that. So, like, at some point, the producer was like, "Okay, we need to make it more gamey. So let's have a multiplayer version of the uh, of, of the game." Right. You know what? Yeah, it yeah. should have been released. It should have been released as um uh like on Netflix as like that Bandersnatch snatch thing they did where you just get to choose. That would have been yeah, great for that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But in, instead they tried to push push it as a game. It's not a game, it's an interactive movie experience. But as far as interactive movie goes, I think it's a good one. Uh yeah. I had I had a lot of fun and I met Neil on that project and uh I shot at the Imaginarium Studio, which is uh, Andy Serkis, um, uh, was Andy Serkis' company, who is like kind of a god in the in the motion capture industry. So I was like, okay, I, I want to work with that guy. Um, I know him well. So um, yeah, it was, it was a really good experience, uh, and I had a, an amazing cast. Uh, and I also brought uh, on Ari uh, three, so I brought uh, Neil, but I also brought. Um, uh, uh, oh, why Nicole, no, Jeff, no, Ari Tree, um, the uh, Mihai. Oh, why, why do I uh, don't remember his name? <laughs> oh. What is it a character or uh, the actor was playing Mihai? Um, oh, okay, yeah. Where did you bring oh, fuck. them back for? Uh, he, he, he was playing one character in the on the plane of the apes. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, so I got him to uh, 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 work on RE3 too. Um, yeah, and I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> we went off on a tangent. Yeah, uh, yeah, I tend to do that a lot. <laughs> Toz here says, can you ask Steve why the cast of Village was the same as RE3? I really wonder why... Roger Craig Smith wasn't Chris, um, and 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 Jeff was Chris, but also the voice of Carlos. 
Well, we touched on that before, didn't we? Yeah, because Jeff is such a great actor. <laughs> he can do anything, and, that guy. And um, when we first started on the on uh, uh, Ariate, they told me like, okay, this, those two those two actors have to be the same um, uh, for Mia and um, Ethan. Everything else you can change. So I did because it's it's. It's difficult when you're a director to be imposed someone because um, you never know, you know, like, I mean, Todd and Katie are great, you know, but I don't know that when I come in, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, in the project. So yeah. if you give me the choice to recast, I will recast and choose the people I, I, I want. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's just uh, basically because I, I could recast. Uh, and so you no- could have technically you could have gotten Roger Craig Smith like if he if he accepted you could have got him for for um Chris Redfield or was there other people I, at play there I probably could have I, yeah. I remember we 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 auditioned a bunch of people I don't think we auditioned, auditioned him um yeah um and also okay so when you're working on a project you're um uh, you're using a, like a casting director or like uh, or the studio you're working with is the one uh, 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 dealing with the casting. And they have their own pool of uh, of talents. It's not like you go, yeah, yeah. You go to LA and you can tap in, in all the city, you know? Like people have their own pool of talents and that you get to choose from that. So, um, uh, so that's, how, that's how this industry works. So unless you're bringing your own yeah. like connections... Um, so I don't think, I don't even think I saw his name on any list, uh, to be honest, uh, nothing against him. Uh, it wasn't even on my radar. radar. They didn't tell me like, you need to, re- to, to keep the guy. So it wasn't even like, I didn't even consider it because. They didn't say already, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I already had in mind, um, that I wanted to work with, uh, uh, Jeff again, um, and I think he's perfect for Chris Redfield, yeah, to be he, honest. He has, yeah. this, he has this like hero prison, presence that is just yeah. Like, and again, like the Resident Evil, there, there's been like some people who are like recurring, but there's been so many different versions of each characters. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. There's never been one set. I, yeah, yeah. I I know that uh, uh, like the fans like sometimes read like one uh, one version of the characters. Uh, but I think that's one of the um, um, the good thing about this IP is that you get to reinvent everything every time. Like you get to reinvent reinvent the characters, like a um, Batman or Marvel show. You know, where there's not always there's always a different <clears throat> Batman. You know, yeah, always a different Spider Man, or, or even like uh, um, even shows like American Horror Story, where like or the the, the Crown, where I like. Yeah, casting different actors to play the same um, the same character. I don't think it's a disservice to the character. I think it's actually a good thing. It br- always brings other layers um, uh, to the character. So uh, yeah. Uh, Joe says, "How do they find people for the role in RE8? What? Where do they put up the casting call? Because Maggie mentioned that she was unrepresented when." Getting that call, um, Maggie Robertson, who plays Lady, yeah, Day, yeah, of course, yeah. Just for everyone, I know you know. Just for everyone in the chat, 
I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Like I, the casting director we were working with just provided a list of people, and usually that's how it goes. I, there's like a big list of just like pictures and resumes, and I look at that list and I'm like, eh, this one is interesting. This one is interesting. Maybe this one. Then we do a self depth. So maybe I select twenty, uh, and they all like send a self depth. So then I look at the self depth. I'm like, okay, yeah, this one is really interesting. I select four or five, and then I get like in-person auditions. Um, yeah. And then I make my final decision. Um, that's usually how it goes. Um, but I don't really even like ask myself, like, where do, does that first lead come from? It's not really. Just... It doesn't matter for you, does it? <laughs> You're not an actor. You don't really need to know that, to be honest. Um, yeah. You know, Neil Newborn, he's just annoying, isn't he, how talented he is? It's sort of yeah. just annoying, isn't it? You know, so you know, that's a, that's a funny story with him. So, um, you know, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So, like maybe ten years ago or something like that, he sent me a, a message on LinkedIn saying, "Hey, I love your your work." Blah blah blah. Really? We'd love to. We'd love to work with you um, someday. <laughs> blah 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 blah. blah. And I never answered that. That but, um, <laughs> that's fantastic. I think I probably, I probably saw it, and it's like it's not that I was being an asshole. It's just like I don't know what to say to that kind of stuff because, like, to actors uh, like sending that kind of stuff because unless I'm currently auditioning, um, like uh, a project, and happens that he fits perfectly the bill, then I don't know. You know, I don't know what to say. So I never answered that. And on, on Planet of the Apes, uh, so we did auditions, auditioned a bunch of, um, of actors. Uh, and as, as I told you, I, I brought one of the, um, the actors I worked with um, on uh, The Witcher, uh, Mihaya, who played Juno, the, um, the crippled um, uh, ape in Planet of the Apes. And so I know this guy. He did the audition uh, um, anyways. And we were like, um, doing the edition at the Imaginarium Studio, which is like right next to a beautiful park. And um, uh, Mihai was just like rehearsing his lines uh, on a bench in the park. And this guy came to him and was like, oh, you're like auditioning too? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want me to help you? Uh, uh, re- uh, like, you want me to read uh, the lines with you? So you just prepare, uh, be more prepared. So he worked with this guy uh, preparing his audition uh, nailed his audition, and later on he told me, yeah, you know what, this this guy, he came here, was so nice, he helped me prepare my audition, and it, it <laughs> happened to be Neil. You know, he had no, he didn't knew that I knew this guy. Or yeah, whatever, right, but, yeah. Uh, and he was just being nice. That's when you nice know, to, yeah. Ni- nice, nice to a fellow um, um, uh, actor who, for all he knew, could just have been reading for the same Role, you know, he didn't get anything out of it, yeah. he wasn't trying to yeah. gain anything, yeah. He was just being so, nice. yeah. and then and then he, he, he nailed his audition. And uh, and then I was like, I cannot like his face kind of reminds me of something, and I don't know how, but I I, I dig out that 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 um uh message he sent me on LinkedIn like five years before, and uh, you know, so that's what I say to actors. Like even if you send me, because some people do send me, uh, some actors do send me uh, messages on uh, Instagram and 
or uh, LinkedIn. And more than often, I don't answer uh, unless I have some. They ask for sometimes they ask for uh, advice, and if I feel like I have some in- insight, then I try to write a, a little answer. But if yeah. I don't answer, answer you, it doesn't mean we will never get to work together. You know, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's a great story. Uh, the Hunter Andy Circus is the goat in CGI stuff. He played Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong Golem. Yeah, uh, he was also Caesar Snoke in Star. Yeah, I mean he's in terms of Hollywood action film, uh, you know, films. He's known as the in the goat in that area, isn't he? And he's a, he's quite involved, I think, behind the scenes and that sort of stuff as well. I, I don't know. Uh- yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, now he's, he, I think he's trans- transitioning to uh, directing, actually. Um, yeah. He's doing, yeah. He's doing the new uh, Venom movie. Um, yeah, Venom 2, yeah. He's directing yeah. that, yeah. And on the Planet of the Apes thing, he wasn't, like, directly involved, but we did. I did got, like, uh, to uh, like talk, talk with him about his experience uh, portraying apes, and he did, like, give a few advice. Oh, to you met him? Some of our actors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Couple of times, yeah, um, yeah, and we had uh, on Paint of the Apes, we had a great, great, uh, like creature motion supervisor, um, Peter, 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 something. Sorry, I tend to forget names. <laughs> um, it's all right, I forgot Michael Caine, so I'm in yeah. trouble, uh, I'm already in trouble. Was- was the, uh, the guy who uh, who did uh, Greystoke back in the days and like the apes for this one, and it was such such a blast working with him. It's like old school Hollywood. He had stories from the seventies, like for, uh, Hollywood in the seventies. You can imagine what kind of stories that is. Uh, that was great. So That's one of the joy of uh, of the uh, this work is just uh, like meeting all those those people. Must be amazing, man. So. The, the 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 success of Resident Evil Village, it's it's now I think it's hit five million sold around that number, and you know Capcom have posted their highest first quarter in history for financials, so they're going all right. So you must That's feel great. you must feel you know I've done a good job here. I'm I'm looking good. I mean I mean at the end of the day, it's not. Like, and I, I know I, it's I, not it's I, not I, all I, you, and it's not all yeah, one actor, but it is a team if, effort. Definitely not all me. And uh, like with those projects, um, um, so I'm not part of Capcom. You know, I'm a, I'm a freelancer. You're a freelancer, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I see, especially on those uh, uh, projects, I see my job as more like trying to understand their vision um, and deliver their vision. Um, uh, and also, like, obviously, like bringing, bringing in my experience and my... Um, um, like sensibility for some uh, some of the stuffs and trying to improve, but definitely my job is just trying to get as close to their vision. And they have a strong vision; uh, they, have, they have strong opinions. Um, um, so yeah, all the kudos to them, all the kudos to uh, to Capcom for uh, delivering such a great game. So, did you have any involvement with uh, Muramasa Sato? Is that how you say his name? The direct, the actual director of Resident Evil. Oh. The- like, yeah, well, I was I was like talking to him a lot. I had more, um, I was more in direct contact with uh, Miyazaki San, who's the I don't know what his um, exact 
Taylor is one of the producers or something. Yeah. No, no, he's like no? Um, uh, uh, animation director or something like that. Okay. So I, yeah. I worked very closely with him, with him, and he also had, had a pretty hands-on. Uh, um, he was pretty hands-on on that project. So um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like we were like. Yeah. Do they speak English or is there a translator there? Oh, I, I, I have a, I have a, a translator because I'm ashamed to say I've been living in, in, in Japan for three months, three years now, and I'm nowhere near able to. Um, Can you understand a language, or I, a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like I've, I've been working a lot, man. <laughs> it's it's a full time job to learn another language. It's not easy. Jeez, I don't blame like, you. I was making more progress with my Japanese when I was not living in Japan. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Bl- I, yeah, I don't. Because it was you. like uh, uh, yeah, it was always like uh, uh, you, you know how I got the, the job on RE3, you know? Um, how? So after Planet of the Apes, it was like a very demanding project for me because I was so hands on, had a lot of work, and I was a bit burnt out. Also, some personal stuff happened. I, I really needed a change. So um, at some point, I was like, okay, I'm, uh, I need to go somewhere. So I booked a, a flight for like two or three days later for Tokyo, and I just booked the first uh, night in a capsule hotel. Hold on, just- hold on, hold on. So you just <coughs> for like a getaway? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Really? Like, I, I, I was like, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay a couple of weeks in Japan. I'm just gonna travel around because I, I had been to Japan like ten years before. Okay, uh, but it happened to have been when Fukushima incident happened. So I had to, <laughs> I had to, I, had to, I, I, I went there, and three days later I had to go back home. Um, so, so yeah, so I booked like for a couple of days in a couple of times in a capsule hotel, and I was like, I'm just gonna travel around, um, around Japan, and just like reset my, my, my brain. Um, and like three days in, I get a, like a, a message on LinkedIn from a guy saying, hey, we're looking for a cinematic director, director for that big Japanese project, blah, 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 blah. Would you be interested? And I'm like, hey, yeah, I'll be interested. Yeah, it's just so happened I'm on holidays in Tokyo, so I can meet you guys tomorrow. And he answered like, no, you don't understand. We're a Japanese company. We're in Tokyo. Uh, we can do a Skype. And I'm like, no, no, I'm in Tokyo, guys. Uh, so <laughs> they're like, oh wow, okay. Then I, I got an interview the next day, and I got the job. And three months later, I was moving in in Japan. Wow! And yeah, there's cause... no way. I mean, and so I've been doing that for 17 years. Or so I get. Um, are you still here? Oh, sorry, yeah. mate. I get. I get like um, like headhunters and and people like asking me for a, a job from all over the, the world in in. On LinkedIn, I never had anyone from Japan. Never. That's insane. And just so happened that the time it happened, I was in Japan. So I think there's a meant I don't to be. In, like, yeah, but it was like that's meant to be, man. That's crazy. Of serendipity. Um, so yeah, it was fun. Although you know, you might have got the job anyway if you weren't there. But <laughs> it might have. It helped. It helped. Yeah, it helped. I think like uh, like being able to be there to see me and yeah. Yeah, that's it, amazing. It kind of ruined my uh, holidays, though, because I had to stay. <laughs> you just wanted a break, and now you're back, yeah, I had to back stay into in another job. Where, yeah. where I wanted to uh, to travel around Japan. Anyways. So did do you think they knew how 
popular Lady D would be. Did you have a feeling? Because yeah, yeah, she we, wasn't we, in the game that much, let's be honest. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so what what was your – what do you think? No, no, we, we had a feeling especially um, – uh, when doing the uh, all the ADR lines, um, and we had a feeling that I mean Maggie just nailed it, and she had like just this presence, and we're like, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a, 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 one of the favorite characters. Uh, but definitely, it, it really blew up in like proportions that we couldn't foresee, I guess. Uh, yeah, so you didn't you didn't expect that much of a blow I mean, up. Yeah, not that much, but yeah, yeah, because she's now like I think yeah that character is like the most searched Resident Evil character of all time or something like that, and it's only yeah. been a year. It's not even been a year. You know, it's insane, man. It's it's actually it crazy. I, I I I don't know anything about anything, but if I were them, I would capitalize on that. You know, but I mean we. Well, yeah. you killed her. Yeah, I know you killed her. That was a bad, that was a bad decision. Maybe an origin story, or I don't. Know. Yeah, like I feel like they have to do a solo game with her now. Surely they're like if that, if I was them, that's the next thing I'm doing. Like I'm writing a script. <laughs> don't you think? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. You can't say anything. <laughs> can't, I can't say anything. You like, can't say anything. So we're gonna stay right away. From again, it. I'm not part of Capcom. So for all you know, I could be working uh, on the next Silent Hill. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you actually seen that? Um, have you seen that abandoned stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching that because I'm a huge fan of uh, both uh, Metal Gear. Solid you can't and- tell me that Hassan guy is a developer man. He's an actor, surely. I, I have I have no idea. I want to believe that uh, there's something. So he looks like a model, man. We, Come we, on. We, we, we talked about about it a bit. Like there's um like within the industry, people talk. You know, I know some stuff that will like like people would get crazy if they knew what I know. But I didn't heard anything about those um, uh, uh, about that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's maybe just because I'm not connected in the that network, you know, I don't know, I don't know a lot of people from um, uh, these companies, but yeah. So I'm just waiting. Like it's uh, like four days till uh, we're supposed to be able to see the first uh, trailer in that app. I know. Come so on, I'm, man. I'm, 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 it's I'm gotta really be. curious about it. It's got to really be Kojima, curious. surely. I'm really curious. <laughs> so if so, for let's uh, like RE nine, right? They they obviously would have to start looking at that sooner rather than later. Now, for someone like you, would you do? Would they just call you up and you have the job, or is there a different process to that? Like how you would get that job? You see what I'm asking? I I, I sh- surely so. So first of all, Capcom has different divisions. Um, yeah, within the company and. Um, it's not the same guys who worked on uh, RE3 and RE8. Because um, you didn't so do 7. Guess, Sorry to cut in, but you didn't do 7, no, did you? Yeah. No, I didn't do, I didn't do 7. Yeah. Uh, nor did I did the uh, RE2 remake. So, no. Uh, I think so, so what happened is I did RE3. I think it went very well. Uh, everyone was happy with uh, uh, like our collaboration. And that's why they 
I think at some point near the end of uh, Eritrea was like Capcom for some uh, meeting about Eritrea um, post production, and I think one of the producers asked me like, "Hey, would you be like? I think you, you could be a good fit for on that project. Would you be interested?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course, I'll, I'll be interested." Um, um, so I don't even know if they consider uh, anyone else. To be honest, um, they probably did. I don't know, or maybe yeah. they were like, "Oh, you know, this, this guy is here, and uh, uh, he's been good uh, with this, uh, the current project. Let's just uh, 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 give him another one." And for me, it was like, "Okay, it's it's, it's one thing doing a remake, and it's another thing doing a new entry in the franchise." So I was like, "Yeah, that's a uh, that's fucking interesting. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, that's, it's exciting." Um, uh. um, so I don't know. Uh, it was like definitely a different uh, uh, um, way in than for Ari Tree, where they um, actually, I think they contracted another company, and that company was looking for a um, um, cinematic director. So it, it, it all depends on who's producing that new. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if there is an Ari Ari Night. There would probably, I mean. They won't stop the reason for franchise now. So it's probably going to be something, uh, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I and, know they're and, working and on. This, yeah, go this on. Prob- it's probably even like more than one, I would guess. Yeah, I know they're working on at least two to three Resident Evils, and I, I know you can't say anything, but I hope you're working on at least one, mate, all right? So I can get you back on. Because, <laughs> and I know at least then that it's going to be, there's going to be some quality. So, nah. Um, I've got a question here from Ari. Hey, guys, amazing interview. Thank you. Uh, I'll finish watching later. Have a good night or morning. Happy Friday. That was not the question. I will try and find (laughs) this question. Here we go. Um, Where is it? I'll find it. Um, Okay. What is your directing style, Steve? Do you have a directing style? Um, so it's kind of, it's difficult to, uh, I think, I think I do have one, um, but it's difficult to, it should be people judging my size should like, yeah, I know what you mean. Talk about it. Not me. <laughs> not but you, if yeah. I, it, but, um, if I had to say something, it's, um, It all starts with the, the, the performance of the actors. Like something I, I, I tend to do, and, and that's why I don't like to work with, uh, with storyboards because there's some stuff you can't plan. Like the way this character will look when he's listening to uh, what this character says, you can't plan that. So, and I like to, to, to find those little moments. So if I can do the editing, which is not the case in every project, I will try to find those little moments. Like there's there's one that comes to mind from uh, Ari uh, um, Ari Tree when she's on the subway, and I don't remember the line, but basically Mihai is asking him to help them, and she takes that breath to think about her answer, and then she says, "I'm in." And there's like a close up of her of what uh, Nicole uh, gave me on that day. That was ne- never planned um, during the um, 
mm. the, the preparation phase. But so I like to find those little uh, moments. Um, and then with my camera work, I, I'm, I don't, I don't like, I, I like to ground my camera, my camera work into like the physical world. So everything, usually everything my camera does, it could be done in the real world. Uh, I like to think that um, as if I was on like, like a proper set that I don't have an infinite number of cameras. I don't have an infinite number of lenses. Um, yeah. Okay. So I usually, I usually try to restrict myself to like a couple of lenses um, uh, and, and stick to that instead, instead of just like having, because in, in, in CG you have so much freedom that you can do anything. You can put your camera everywhere. Uh, that sometimes it can be overwhelming. So over 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 the um, the course of my career, I try to like limit myself, give me constraints. So you're gonna work with that set of of of, of lenses because that's all you could afford if you were on a uh, yeah. interesting day. And lenses um, aren't, aren't cheap, guys. People yeah, watching and, far out, they're expensive. Good ones. And um, I really love editing. So again, if I can do the edit, so I would often. So there's a tendency because again because there's you can do whatever you, you you can with the camera to have like cameras and go from all over the place where I would shoot a scene as you would um, in a movie I would just have my master shot and my coverage and I would cut from from those camera angles stuff like always like for every new uh, close up like get a new camera mm. um, so yeah but I, I would say that I'm definitely more like I haven't like dabbed into fantasy uh, or science fiction that much so i'm like most uh, apart from the witcher most of the 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 product i worked on were like grounded, grounded. in reality yeah really? sort of yeah uh and, and even the resident evil uh, with the um, uh especially uh, with the resident evil remake uh of the, the third one and what they did on the two is like to try to to ground it a little bit more into reality, and that's something that I, I try to. Like, yeah, what would happen if these tyrants yeah. came to our world now, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things I try to do on RE three, and um, although she's got some strength picking up that weapon in the last scene, I don't yeah. know how she does that, man. I mean, you don't have to talk day, me through that. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're not doing Shakespeare, you know. We're doing like a good old Resident Evil. It's like yeah, action movie. I know. I know. Uh, it has to be like. I love that scene, man. I, I was hyped. Has to be, has to be a little campy. Yeah, you know, I know. It has to. It's the um, essence of it, isn't it? So yeah, so definitely, like, uh, even though I appreciate like crazy camera movements when I see some, um, yeah, I don't do that on purpose uh, unless the project would call for it. Like when when you say crazy movements, I think of. Have you played God of War 2018 game? Yeah. They how they they do that is everything's one shot. Did you notice like how the games are all like to me that's that's really oh, impressive. Even if I didn't notice, I would have because they talked about it a lot. Yeah, I know, didn't they? <laughs> they they wanted everyone to know. Um, yeah, that. Which I, I mean, I mean, to me, I mean, I really, I, I fucking love that game. I can't wait for the next one. Um. um I was not as excited with the idea of um, um, of the technical challenge it was to uh, do a, um, 
uh, one shot because it's CG. You know, I get excited when I see the Revenant because I'm like, oh fuck, like all like organizing all those like extras in the shot. And oh, I love that movie, must have been, like, That's a phenomenal. Must movie. have been two uh, like two weeks just to get that 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 section two weeks of rehearsal. Where in CG, it's I'm not saying it's not complicated and they did a great job. Easy, and really, yeah. I loved it. But it's easier. It is. So you can't I, I, deny it. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't go like all the first about like the technical achievement that it was. Narratively speaking, I think it's a, it, it was a great choice though. Um, um, and again, really love that 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 game. And uh, yeah, man, I, I can't wait for the next one. I wish I could work with um, those guys someday. So what what what's a project that you would love to work on in terms of gaming like? Would it be a Last of Us three? Would it be? Yeah. What, what would it like be, that, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, a project where people where they care about the characters and the story that, that that that's being told. That's what that's what I that's what I love. I love crafting, uh, helping craft characters with the with the, with the actors. Well, and, I've noticed that your your whole resume, every single one's got a good story behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's what I love, and. Mm. Um, especially I love what uh, Naughty Dog is doing because they're not afraid of um, they don't have like a, I don't think they have a formula uh, where like I've worked with some uh, companies and they're like okay a, a cutscene can't be like longer than this specific uh, uh, length and um, uh, I don't know we can't have like uh, this or that where like when you see The Last of Us um, they always pick the best uh, method to deliver that specific moment of the story. So if they need a five minutes long cutscene, they'll do a five minute long cutscene. If they feel like this dialogue would be better if it's not a cutscene, but just like deliver through, uh, through gameplay, they'll do it. If they feel like, you know what, for that specific moment, we would like to lock the character in position and give them the, um, the freedom of the camera because the giraffes are coming in they will do that. So I feel like they're not locked into one thing. They're just always trying to, um, to find the best way to deliver uh, that bit of the story. And I really appreciate that. Um, so I feel, I'll, I'll, yeah, I feel I will, I'll be able to bring something and learn a lot of stuff. So Naughty Dog would be your dream project for you? Something with them? Yeah, but... Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, I would definitely be, be happy working with uh, uh, to for me, those guys. But, to me, I think um, they're the best in the world, personally. Oh, yeah. From a like, storytelling point of view, I mean, I love the, the courage they had uh, in um, The Last of Us 2. I love the way they uh, – I love the story. I mean, I'm, one of, I'm not one of those guys where, like, I don't uh, – I think it, it was the right thing to do, even though it's heartbreaking to kill um, – sorry, spoiler – uh, Joel, um, dude, I haven't played it. <laughs> no. uh, I, I I really loved that they had the guts to do it. Um, probably against a lot of, I, I I can feel that there was a lot of pushback even within the team or maybe like the um, uh, producers. Or so. But yeah, they did it, and it's it, it's great. It's great. I loved it. Um, well, he's your poster boy, isn't he? And they just yeah, it's yeah. a lot of courage. For but sure. um, like so, thanks to uh, uh, PlayStation uh, Plus, I finally got to play a Plague Cell Innocence. 
um, I don't know if you've played that one. It's like, yeah, fantastic. Uh, really enjoyed it's it. It's an amazing game. I think it's my favorite game this year. Um, and uh, it's a fellow Frenchman who did that. Um, and They're doing I a was, sequel, man. You got to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, no, I mean, like, I, they don't need me. They, they, um, they, did, they did such an amazing job. The, the performance of those um, uh, uh, like main characters, the kid and, 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 and the girl, amazing, especially kid. I wor- I've worked with kids. It's always fun, but it's tough. It's tough to get a kid that can act. Uh, sorry, my cat is uh, getting crazy. So if you're hearing, that's, a, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> my dog's getting crazy too. It's all right. I'll um, give you a couple more, but yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, to me, it 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 like it all depends on the project and the circumstances around the project. Mm. Um, I mean, I've been I've, I've I've moved a lot, you know, in my career, different countries, different uh, uh, companies. So I'm always open to um, like yeah, learn new stuff, uh, meet new people. But yeah, I think like uh, um, definitely Naughty Dog is at top of the game, and they tell great stories. So that's that's something I think I would be a good fit, and that's something that I think I would love to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got people because asking rather than uh, let's say Call of Duty, you know, like even though oh yeah. It's probably fun to work on those like because they probably have a lot of money uh, to make those. Hey, pickle, shut up! <laughs> I uh, yeah, I would think Call of Duty would have the biggest budget of of them all. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably super super fun to have like all that that um, um, all uh, right budget though, to yeah. to really nail those cutscenes. Uh, but uh, I think I'd be I'd be happier working on something with like. A really deep story and a really deep character, and the time to really uh, craft those characters. Not saying that they don't have that in Call of Duty, but at the end of the day, it's a shooting game. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, so, was there any couple more questions before I let you go? Is it was there any sure. uh, scenes that didn't make it into the game from Village that you remember uh, that we shot? Yeah, I think that we shot everything was everything made it to the game. Um, or maybe even didn't uh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, might have been on the page. Shoot. Of course, of yeah. course, those pro- those projects. Like, because I I heard that Chris was going to go into the castle at one point. Is that true? It might have been. I, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, uh, I remember being surprised that his section was so short when I played the game. Um, mm. And like overall, I felt the game was like uh, like super fast paced. Uh, I didn't get that feeling while doing it. Uh, while shooting it, but mm. um, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, from the like the first time uh, I got involved uh, with this game, like we had a few uh, meetings with um, the the writer, and it was a little different. Like, and even so, I finished working on that game. Uh, I don't know, like. Last year, 2020, August, something like that. Yeah, uh, and even tweaked some stuff after that. Yeah, right. So, um, because that's 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 how that's how game works you know, until the end. Especially like games that are like heavily focused on gameplay. You're gonna change something uh, uh, 
in the gameplay to make it like better and it's going to affect the story. So then you have to tweak the story, but it's like in the production, you don't get to reshoot stuff. Yeah. Um, so, but it's, it's not just um, um, RE8, it's all the projects are like that. Yeah, right. Because also Ada Wong was in, was originally like, uh, was in like the behind the scenes sort of um, art. I, I don't know if you saw I, that. I honestly don't remember. Uh, maybe it was before I was involved because I know that when yeah yeah probably when I got involved, there was like they were working on that that one for uh, sometimes already. So I honestly haven't. Yeah, I, I don't remember any. It um, is it is long uh, ago. We can't. You can't remember everything. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I. I I do remember that I haven't seen any uh, Ada Wong uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, cool. Man, people love this interview. So, look, I really appreciate you taking the time, mate. It's, yeah, uh, no worries. It's been uh, real fun. I know yeah, we've gone nice a little bit over here. I, s- I said an hour, but uh, it's just too That's okay. I don't, have, uh, I don't have anything to do, so. It's too much fun. I'll, I I do want to get you back at some point as well. Um, sure. Hopefully, you're working on that DLC, and we can get you back for that or future projects. <laughs> did, did, did they? Oh yeah, they announced the DLC, right? They, said they, they announced it. Yeah, them. they announced it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's that's it. So it's all speculation at this point. But um, you know, you know, I can't, I can't say anything. I cannot uh, exactly not confirm anything. Exactly, mate. Got to keep. We got to keep you with the job. Um, <laughs> so, are they like? Are you working on how many projects have you got in the pipeline? I'll ask you that. I mean, you don't have to tell me what they are, but like, have I you just, got a lot, just, lot going on? Or I just have the one, but it's uh, it's already pretty time consuming. So really, yeah, uh, yeah. And so, I've like, got- you've got the one now. Are you? Do you look into the future of what's next, or do you take it one? project at a time like how does that work uh, you I, tr- I tend to not try to plan too much in my life because i never like it never happens the way you uh you want like uh four years ago if you have told me that i would be i would have been i would have to move to japan and and, and i would be directing a resident evil remix i would be like what so yeah. um i have no idea and and those projects um like every project I've, I've been working on, they 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 take a lot of my uh, uh, brain uh, juice. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, and usually I'm not the one. So I've been lucky enough to not have to look for a job. They always kind of come to me. Um, uh, so I've been lucky, and I often ask myself like, oh, uh, at some point that luck is gonna just try out you know that's maybe that's I what i mean be, like because because you always I should, maybe i should i should be a bit more proactive and and, and try to look for because you're a freelancer so you far, know like there's always so that far, doubt i mean I, I i've been freelancing only uh uh on the last two projects um before that i was always within uh the game studio like a proper member of the game studio ah okay uh, okay so uh, so yeah, I can. I, I, I'm trying. I'm relying on my luck to bring me new projects. Well, I think you've of- got enough of buying your belt now. You should be all right. <laughs> I think your resume. Yeah, but yeah, so it's so, going to so, hold so that's itself. One thing. So, so that's one thing. Is um, so, like we said, um, 
Heavy Rain, and even before that, uh, Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy. I don't know in, in, in Australia what, there's two names for this game. Those games, uh, like we use a lot of motion capture and we were like kind of the first in the industry to use motion capture that intensively. Um, so it gave me a head start. Um, and so when I had five years of uh, experience, uh, like doing narrative driven games. Some people only had capture. one or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I had 10 years, some people only had five. Now I have 17 years. People have 12 years of, uh, so between 17 years and 12 years, like it's like, eh, yeah, so I know you. Yeah. I feel, at some, I feel at some point, like they all catch up with me and maybe. But I'm, um, if, if, you're, if you're hiring someone, they've worked on Resident Evil 3, Village, um, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain. I mean, hit after hit, you know, it's Witcher 3, expand, like they're all hits. I mean, like maybe not Planet of the Apes wasn't a hit, but like in terms of the actual quality of it, I thought it was quite yeah. decent. The, what, what, the actual yeah, it was, like, product. The was microscopic. It was like four million pounds. I know. I know. It's like an indie game. I can imagine. I can imagine, yeah. Um, but it's yeah, and they've all been sales hits. Besides, yeah, besides that one, pretty much. Even even uh, I know RE three got some slack, but I, I'm pretty sure it sold pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It sold pretty well. I think. Yeah. Um, so, um, no, yeah, I'm not saying. Um, I mean, I I think I have I have quite a, a, a good resume. I think I I uh, I do my job well. Uh, so, like you're proud. But, you must be proud. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah, but like I tell you, like sometimes you. Um, you just need to remind yourself that you're doing something that like not a lot of people get to do, and that you're lucky to have that kind of uh, 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 of of job because it's easy to just see get get lost in the daily routine of your job. You know, yeah. at, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's a job. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I've been lucky so far, and I I'm happy that people get to enjoy those games. And sometimes I try to to think about like. When I first played uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid, and I was like, "Wow, that—that's the kind of game that inspired me to um, um, think about even entertaining the idea of working with the video games." Because I was like, "Yeah, that's a, like there's cameras, there's acting, you know." So I do hope that maybe some of the games I worked on like inspired other people, and that they they, they get to work in this like, very interesting industry. So all I'll ask is what the project you're working on, am I going to be excited about it, Steve? <laughs> I mean, you're a gamer. Uh, I guess I, I guess you would be, yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> uh, no, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Is there anything I can yeah. plug of yours we can uh, send people? I don't know. Like, uh, I don't have the, the... Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I, 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 I post stories like behind the scenes stuff, though um, uh, lately it's mostly been pictures of my new kitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's all uh, right. Because I, because I don't have time. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been planning on trying to do like a little um, story about all the, like my career, like like oh, yeah. from all the, game, the games uh, I worked on. That'd be on. cool. Um, uh, even for me, because like, there's this thing where you're like never satisfied with what you're doing, you know. Yeah, I you know. always feel like oh, I, feel- I haven't done enough. I have the but same. Then I, I, 
But then I try to look at what I've done and I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? There's, there's been some nice stuff. So maybe I should work on that and try to remind myself. Like, show to myself. I'm the hey, same, yeah, man. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's just being creative, eh? That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Nah. All right. So what's that Instagram handle? Um, uh, negative. Negative. There you go. Yeah. Like negative, but it's a. Uh, yeah, it's in the description. If anyone wants to go over there, please do and follow Steve and tell him how much you enjoyed having him on today. Steve, it's been yeah, an absolute that, pleasure, mate. Thank you for coming on. That, that's the thing is uh, I discovered working on those two games. Uh, it's like the Resident Evil fan base is amazing. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Really? yeah. Great fans. Great yeah. fans. Very passionate too. <laughs> but, uh, but no, that's awesome. I'll let you go, Steve, uh, to yeah, uh, tend to so those kitties. But I hope I hope yeah. you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I, I did. I did actually. Uh, I'll be happy to do uh, that uh, again um, at some point. Awesome. Thank you, man. Well, and, good luck on your yeah. project. Thank you so much. Take care, mate. Have a good have a good rest of the day. You too. And bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.